what she said. <laughs> Hey guys, this is Clifton of the Clifton Worley Show, and I just want to uh, thank you guys for letting me join in on Just Surprise Me, and this is RJ of Teletalks in Instagram fame. No, I'm not doing that, fucker. <laughs> you are now, and this is Joe with Like My Pedals. And I'm Will, and if you don't know... You're listening to the podcast. Normally, we're three guys sit around and talk about random bullshit for an hour, but today we've got an extra special guest, as you've heard, Mr. Clifton Worley from the Clifton Worley Show podcast. Cliff, it's good to have you. Thanks for being here. Happy to be here. Uh, we did the intro in like four tries, so that's pretty good. Yeah, we're moving on up. We're, we're doing part for the we're course. Doing all right, yeah. All right, guys. So let's get it guest. kicked off. The first topic tonight is mine, and in honor of our special guest, it's nice. It's nice. From my standpoint, to have a, fe- a fellow Southerner on the show, and I know Joe lives in Florida, doesn't count. No, nah, we got to drive north to get to the south. Does it count that I grew south? up in Texas for twelve years? You fucking dick. No, it's a different Texas thing, is man. more the West. Yeah. Oh, suck a dick. No, Texas. I mean, I guess it depends on what part of Texas you're in. Texas Northern is like Texas. brackish waters between like river water, like fresh water and salt water. I, I guess it makes me think of like. Like Wild Wild West, remember the Alamo type stuff, though? I kind of feel like that Texas and Florida, respectively, are pretty much their own country. Yeah. They could be. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. California, too. It's a weird mix of cultures in both states. Anyway, that being said, Cliff, we're glad to have you. The first topic is in your your honor. Uh, We're going to talk about Southern Rock, something I grew up on, something I'm assuming you grew up on, being from Mississippi. Uh, Who's your favorite? Who are your least favorites? What do you What do you got for us? Go ahead okay. and lay it on us. I think I think if you're going to talk Southern rock, you have to nod at the Almond Brothers being yeah. the best Southern rock band ever. Okay, um, by best best musicians or best just in general band. Best advocates for that genre. I think okay. they opened the up to where that, that genre began. Yeah. Okay, okay. Sorry. The, 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 the standard bearers, if you will. Mm-hmm. I really don't think Clifton's going to be able to handle my brashness in this episode. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, the Almond Brothers have some of the cleanest guitar lines I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so, so great. Well, you, I mean, you look at that band and, I mean, just the level of musicianship. I mean, Dwayne Almond, uh, out of control. And Greg, and uh, that, uh, God, I love that band so much. And the, uh, what's your favorite song, Cliff? Well, let me just throw an album at you. I, I, I think Eat a Peach album. Oh, yeah. Is the best, you know, and, it, and you can I pick got, anything off of that. I got to really thank you for saying that, because I'm an album person. I don't like it when people are like, oh, what, what song do you like? I'm like, I'm like, what album? I want to know the album. I listen to mm. them start to finish. I don't like this one song nonsense. I mean, I feel like that's something that's kind of going away because I, you know, I, I feel like I did it more when I was younger, like uh, you, taking things in as an entire album. And I guess it's happened to me because my job allows me to do that, so I've kind of gotten back to it now because I can listen to music while I'm working. So, but I, I'm with you, Eat a Peach, and I feel like they really hit their uh, 
really hit their stride, man. And that was their their third, I think. Third album. I think so it was it was the first one that like Dwayne was out of the picture, but he had been working on that album, and then they finished it out. Like Dickie ended up finishing out the rest of the guitar work, and yeah, that I think it was the third album because it was nineteen seventy two. It might have been the fourth album because they had a. No, I think it is the fourth album. Anyway, so you're yeah. going with Almond Brothers and Eat a Peach. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's that's All the right. pinnacle of Southern Rock. Man, it the is, pinnacle, man. huh? You're going you're going above. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm with it's you. Just, I love that record, but man, that's that's some. It's <laughs> a serious that's, statement. That's a little that that's a little too much. Come on. I mean, do you want me I, to keep it spounding or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, we, we we gotta we gotta make some time here. I think yeah, that uh, hey, we gotta, gotta fill the empty space. <laughs> if I if if I can freely share my opinions, um, I think that Leonard Skinner set the next next benchmark. I'm not saying they're the best band in the world, but when I think of Southern Rock, that's I the think, band that always comes to mind. Yeah, they were the ones. Like if you were to take a poll, if we were playing Family Feud in like. It was like Southern rock bands. Leonard Skinner have one. like 49, 50 points on there. Yeah. Yeah. They Although were the they're not caricature my of what Southern rock was supposed to be. I actually prefer, prefer Donnie to the other two. Why do you, uh, why do you say that Cliff? Because they had the whole, whether you like it or not, like the rebel flag waving. Yeah. Um, Play free bird. Yeah. The whole, Born in the South. Cut off George. Well, wait, wait a second. Hold on. Because they're from Florida. So does that mm-hmm. count? We just had this whole discussion about how Florida is not the South. Well, Florida Georgia line, I think, is where they're kind of. That's they're a Jacksonville. Terrible band. Yeah. yeah, that's a terrible band. But yeah, no, they're Jacksonville, <laughs> though. Yeah. Northern, <laughs> Northern Florida. Yeah. I yeah. worked in Jacksonville for five years. That's a terrible place. No offense to anybody who's from Jacksonville, but Jacksonville's a terrible <laughs> place. You probably know that if you live there. I've been to the airport. It was a nice airport. Yeah, that's because everyone's trying to leave. <laughs> I mean, I've just drove it, driven through there a few times, that's all. Nah, it's it's a bad city. I can kind of see where you're coming from because I feel like I feel like they definitely looked apart. I mean not so much as like Oh yeah. A, no not so much as like a ZZ top feel where it was obviously a show. Mm-hmm. You know, but the uh, a spectacle. Yeah, because the the almonds look to me, they looked more like hippies. They fit, yeah. like they yeah. fit more of the, the leftover hippie hippie. I'm crowd wondering. As to I'm skinny. wondering if like the style is because of them, because that's how they were. That's what became the style because they became known as like the pinnacle of, of classic, or not classic of southern rock. Like they were like the stereotypical southern rock band. So I'm wondering if we're just looking at it with future glasses now. Where we see this and saying, "Oh yeah, they're doing that because the term is rose-tinted glasses." You fuck stick. Yeah, maybe in California. No, that's no, just that's a, that's a totally different thing, though. Yeah. What he's because like, we're looking back on it like like thinking rose-colored, that rose-colored glasses would be looking at if something you're looking at positive. It, happy. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking back from like a future standpoint where we're looking back and saying, "Oh yeah, they did that because that was Southern Rock." But was that Southern Rock, or did that become the style because of them, and that's why it's known as Southern Rock? So, all right, Cliff, well, go, ahead, go ahead. Well, I know that um, the Almond Brothers were out there, and they were super successful. Um, they started having record executives from, like, New York coming down to the South looking for other acts 
that they thought would be hot to sign. And Leonard Skinner was one of those very first groups, that, along with others, but that that you know they were catching record execs attention because they said hey this this is a thing you know this can be a whole genre and super successful market wise see i didn't know this yeah i didn't know that so the almonds pretty much laid the groundwork yeah i mean they 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 made it possible i think for the other bands that came yeah they they were one of one of the first ones that got that got bigger more name recognition but here's Um, the thing just because they are the first doesn't mean that's is in my opinion what defines the genre i mean if you if you compare it to other genres that that started up um for instance the easiest one being grunge there was that whole scene and sub pop records was a thing before nirvana but nirvana is what brought it to the mainstream and i don't like yeah, I mean, it existed, but the thing that brought it to, like, national recognition. Well, not just that, but I'm talking about at the end of the day, when you say Southern Rock to somebody who knows nothing about Southern Rock, there's only one band that they're going to think of. That's Leonard Skinner. And that's Leonard Skinner. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. They I could truly see that. Yeah. In, in, like, I mean, like, yeah. again, I mean, like, again <laughs> it goes back to, like, you know, like what... Play Freebird. Joe... <laughs> family feud like you know somebody who's never listened to southern rock and they're like uh you know we asked 50 people you know what the what defines southern rock and these bands are and you know that would be one of them speaking of a family feud also 38 special will be high up on that list as well see that band that band confuses me like i love 38 special i don't know what it is i'm not necessarily very well versed but that like hold on loosely like their hits, man. It just oh, it's such a great song. But it's not southern rock to me. Like it doesn't. But, but it is. I mean, it's southern pop rock, I guess. <laughs> That's not the same thing. There was no edge to that tune. Well, and, and then you had the Van Zant brother. I mean, they were brothers. Yeah, that was Donnie was in thirty eight, and yeah. then Johnny and Ronnie were in Leonard Skinner. Mm-hmm. Now I want to talk about, and I'm I'm stepping in now just because. See the the southern rock stuff that i think of and because you guys you know you guys are talking about like classic rock like southern rock but there's actually i wouldn't say like super new bands but there are bands oh yeah, out there, yeah like for sure man. alabama shakes that's a great band there you go that's the singer them. of that band though i can't remember her name but she's amazing i saw them and her name is Brittany something i saw them uh this thing called live on the green they do downtown nashville and they were horrible Oh, live! They were really horrible, terrible. Mm. Pro- really? Produced, they're really awesome. Yeah, yeah, she sounded like shit. Like the band was loose and sloppy. It was not good. Maybe it was just uh, a bad day. I think so. It may have been. Well, then you also got bands like Drive By Truckers, who came out in the '90s, and they, yeah. you know, real, real southern, good, gritty southern rock. Also, well, and Jason is still being like a byproduct of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Another another band I wanted to actually bring up is uh the Black Crows. Oh gosh, love mm. the Black Crows. Yeah, they're Southern rock. They're I think oh, they're yeah. from Georgia. Um, you know I I like them just because they they not only do they like you know 
take from just Southern Rock in general, but they also take from, like, you know, most of the rock in there. Like, you can hear a little bit of Led Zeppelin uh, as far as choice of melody is concerned. Like, like it, it wouldn't be choice of, like, exact melody, but, like, when I think... Um, when I think of Black uh, Black Crows, I'm totally forgetting the name. Or what's one of their like biggest hits? It's like one of the more upbeat ones. Hard to handle. Yeah, hard to handle. Yeah. Hard to handle. One. Thank you. Yeah, like mm. I, that I album mean, still holds up. By the way, yeah, talking a full mm-hmm. album, Shake that, Your Money Maker. That song yep. right there is. I feel like you could easily see Robert Plant singing it. Like it, it, it kind of it, it hints at like kind of like a black dog yeah totally it's got the totally, same kind of you know like vo- that's what i'm saying structure cadence so, i feel like that band and you guys i mean you correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like that band should probably be given credit for revitalizing that genre oh yeah like because oh, that, that album 100%. dropped in what like 93 or 4 yeah or something it was, like it was that. early 90s and they when it came <laughs> out like it brought like southern rock back to the mainstream yeah yeah i could i could see that like i remember growing up and you know when i started getting into music in the 90s southern rock was in fashion again especially here in the south um a lot of guys you know that were coming up were listening to skinner and charlie daniels band and so, so you're saying you were southern rock when southern rock wasn't cool well it was no uh it was cool again no, no, uh, that, that's a joke from last week's episode when Will yeah. said he was country, country when country, country wasn't cool. <laughs> yeah. Will never said that. Will that never came out of Will's mouth. Yeah, Let's Will just get that him. straight. Okay. I, I was rocking my mullet at Walmart with my backwards Confederate hat. I never had a mullet. I did go sure through a phase when I was a kid. I wore uh, I wore boots and I had a duster. I've never been on a farm in my entire fucking life, nor have I ranched. He had a Tennessee <laughs> tornado. <laughs> no, I didn't have the uh, I didn't have the mullet. I missed it. And it wasn't called a mullet back then. It was just long hair, okay, where yeah, I'm it from. Was a, it was the Mississippi mudslide where Clifton's from. You didn't have any names. You just had long hair. Uh, long hair long don't care. Haired. Well, let me run a band by you. I said it first. Let me, <laughs> Jesus. Ding. Uh, let me run a band by you guys and get your opinion, okay? Okay. I, I think it qualifies. Uh, they are from nowhere near the South. Uh, they're Canadians. But uh, I want to talk about the band. Ooh, oh, yeah, that's good. That definitely, that's definitely Southern Rock. And it, even it's though such a they're weird... They're like Southern Canada Rock. I know, it, man. It's such a weird thing. Like, they, they did the night they drove old Dixie down and, and you know, well, stuff Well, like you that. have to remember Levon Helm was from Arkansas. Okay. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, that's like me. Like, before this started, I'm looking up, like, is Jethro Tull from England for real? Because they sound like a Southern well, Rock band, that's, too. That's my question. Real quick, let's, let's bring it back to the genre itself. What is the definition of Southern rock to you? Like, when does, it's kind of like indie rock. What the fuck is indie rock? Originally it just meant like unsigned bands, but now it's a genre in and of itself. So do you have to be from the South to make Southern rock? I don't think so. You you know what I'm saying? Like, what what, what is, what defines, what is, what do you think, Cliff? Rules of Southern rock. A good example is a band that is everywhere is Portugal the Man. They're not a southern rock band, but they have a southern rock album. If you listen to the album Church Mouth by them, it says a straight-up southern rock album, even though that band is nowhere near a southern rock band. So they're not from the south. They don't have that. They're from Alaska. But, you know, 
they have an album that's pure Southern rock when you listen to it. All right, Cliff, what do you say? I say that you have to really dive in and think about the production and the, and the spirit and the, the songwriting and the everything if you really want to pull off Southern rock. And I think it can be done. I mean, the band is a really good um, example of that. Um, I, I think it's kind of like the British Invasion bands, like the Rolling Stones, who are trying to copy Muddy Waters, and it's kind of its own thing. Yeah. Uh, it's it's it is somewhat blues based, but it's not true blues. Um, right. Well, it's like like Stevie Ray Vaughan, like he crosses yeah. the line between blues and southern rock. Yeah. With a uh, double trouble. I'd throw him into Texas swing, man. Texas like Texas blues. Well, his older stuff was, but when you start listening to like his his not why not newer, but his later albums, they were more southern rock. Can they were like that about, Stevie style. Can we talk about the greatest southern rock band ever? Okay. Stillwater. Yeah, you're talking about Almost Famous. Yeah, I just wanted, I just wanted to bring in Almost Famous again. <laughs> isn't that, um, isn't that based loosely on Greg Allman? Like, I think so. Yeah, I, I, we've talked about this before, but I, that movie, and I looked it up the other day, and that, damn it, the, uh, it was, it was, Cameron Crowe's loosely based off of Cameron Crowe's life, like the the little kid that was the reporter. Was yeah. Cameron Crowe yeah. like that actually happened to him when he was younger? I can't remember what the band was, but he was embedded with a band that toured and kind of imploded. Yeah. But all right, here, here's another interesting uh, thing with this and, and talking about it kind of goes with the 38 Special Skinner thing. You had guys like uh, Johnny Winter, okay, who were, in my opinion, like the epitome of Texas blues, Southern rock, and then his brother Edgar. You know, I mean, what was that? It's all sense and exactly. Yeah. It's weird how the, I prefer, the genres. I, prefer Edgar. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I love Edgar Winter though. I got to go with Johnny on that one. I mean, I like Johnny too, but I just prefer Edgar. So I feel like the general consensus here is that you can pull off Southern rock with act, without actually being from the South. Oh, for sure. Well, Southern rock's more, I think, of like a uh, more of like a way you you carry yourself in the music. It's in the way a way like, of life. Yeah, it's, it's it's not as much about where you're from. It's about what your heart it, what your heart plays. <laughs> the fiddle right. of your heart. Okay. Right, what yeah. about it? I mean, the, the devil went down tune. to Georgia because he was looking for a soul to steal. What about Molly Hatchet? Oh yeah, what do you guys. Uh, do you count that as Southern rock? Yeah. No, what no. else would you count them as? They can't be anything else but Southern rock. I I feel like being outlaws. That's another Georgia satellites. Growing up in Texas, yeah. If I didn't fucking bring up this this point, and it's not technically Southern rock, but they definitely are inspired by. Can we talk about Pantera? Mm. Oh yeah, let's talk about Pantera because I feel like it's. An well, interesting I mean, he did have a Confederate flag pointy guitar. Man, okay, exactly. look, that you're. That's, what? what? I'm, I'm going to say it, bro. That's not Southern Rock. Okay. That's Southern I, Metal. Pantera, no, no, it's yeah, Southern they were metal, redneck guys like, that played metal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which is something you see a lot of in the South. Absolutely. It is. It's a big thing in the South. I feel like it's a genre in and of itself. You know how many fucking... You know how many times I would play live and like I would be 
like the all the other bands would be some kind of like fucking like Pantera ripoff growing up in Texas. Yeah. It's it's like every band you see uh, at Earth Day birthday. I'm gonna put this out there as well. And uh I love Pantera. Like I grew up, you know. I remember the Great Southern Trinket was the first album of theirs that I had and then I got, you know, in the uh Vulgar Display of Power, whatever. Love the band. <clears throat> Dimebag Daryl had the worst guitar tone in the history of guitar tones. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look what he was playing a, through. That's a God, he already he agreed like upon. Like, I feel like garbage. most people realize that. He's like, what happens when you put four metal zones in a row? Well, no, it's what happens when you play shitty Randall solid state amps. Yeah, and then well, was that Dean? Was that who made his guitars? Yes. Or was it BC? Washburn no, it was, B- it was Dean. 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 Or Washburn. Washburn, Dean, yeah. yeah. I think Washburn is Dean. I think they're like the same company. I don't believe so. Mm-hmm. Or Dean's a subsidiary of Washburn or something. Washburn's old. Like they've Washburn's got Washburn's old as dirt. I think yeah. Dean is a Washburn company, though. I'm just like, didn't he play Solid State Randall Amps? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why that's I said that. That's, same. Yeah. 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 That's where, the fucking, that's where that yeah. shitty tone comes from. I had a I had a Commander. That was my first amp. Randall Commander. It was bad. Anyway. I had a crate. <laughs> <laughs> One of those old big 212 crates that sounds so bad. Oh, Lord. Cliff, are there uh, – all right, let me, let, me, let me close out this topic, okay? I want to uh, – each one of you guys give me a band, a current band that you feel like is doing the southern rock genre justice. Oh, shit. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go first. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna jump in with uh, with Blackberry Smoke. I knew you were gonna say that. You don't like him. No. feels about it. Jesus. <laughs> Where you, that's that's what, not a band I care for. What you got on that, Clifton? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, deep cuts here. Uh, my cousin's in a band, and they've got they channel Southern rock. Uh, great Peacock, look them up. They're already better than Blackberry Smoke. I like that name. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Blackberry Smoke to a point. And then... Honestly, I think How I Met Your Mother is better than Blackberry Smoke. Whoa. <laughs> Damn. Wait, that's not saying much. That's like saying I'm the valedictorian of a community college. Easy. I like Charlie Charlie Star, Star his voice and his songwriting. Uh, the rest of the band, it, I don't know. It, it's like it's trying to channel what isn't there anymore. Yeah, I just, I don't know. This new Southern rock doesn't really exist to me. I think you can, I think you, you can perpetuate it, but there's a, it, it's kind of like metal, you know. There's stereotypes that you have to meet, but <clears throat> then like that gets old too. So you got it's got to be a little bit more fresh. All right. Yeah. Well, that being said, just fun, fun little tidbit. Uh, Radical departure from the earlier stuff. Uh, I was listening to it. Um, a Wall Nation's newest album has a lot of southern rock vibes. What? Just fun fact. Let's just check it out. Kid you not, their newest album is very different. Like it's got a lot of like just like guitar ri- like southern guitar riffs and and like big drums. It's, yeah, it's I'm gonna go with what I different. said already, which is Portugal period the man the album Church Mouth. 
I'm gonna check I'm that out. I'm making a note of that. What was it? Th- I think you'll really like that one. What was that? Uh, what was your cousin's band, Cliff? Great Peacock. I like how we completely brushed over ZZ Top. By the way, someone mentioned them. I don't know, I'm man. Sure. I kind of feel like they're their own thing. We they're no, like Texas top, rock yeah. too, though. I don't know. I, I think I, it, I, when you talk about any like Texas-based bands, a lot of times there's well, even like Louisiana-based bands, like yeah. it's it's that's when you get that Zydeco stuff. <laughs> yeah, like. Um, it, it's gonna that have Cajun its own feel. flavor that's outside. When I when you think of a lot of Southern rock, like, honestly, like a lot of those bands are based out of like Georgia, um, right. Florida, Tennessee. Yeah. Um, you get more west, and the sound gets a little different. Even though there's that Southern influence, it's not. It's more bluesy typical. and more shuffle. I just felt yeah. like uh, I just feel like ZZ Top was a rock and roll band. Like yeah, I, I agree. That, I mean, yeah, yeah they did a lot classic, of twelve bar great stuff. Classic but, rock. But yeah, that's just they were just rock and roll, man. Okay, they, one of the uh, influences on me, they were they were moving on before everybody knew that he was a maniac. Ted Nugent. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking not ass. Southern rock. Wango Tango. I agree, I agree. But uh. it's funny because he, I feel like he slipped in because you know my dad was one of the biggest influences on me as far as bringing Southern rock to me, and. They listened to Skinner. They listened to all this stuff, man. But they also listened to Nugent, and they listened to Jethro Tull, and the, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was mm-hmm. it was weird. <clears throat> I don't think Marshall Tucker Band was mentioned. Did we talk? No, about we, did oh, nah. we did not. We did not. We skipped right over Marshall. them. They had a flute yeah. player too, right? Yeah. 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 It was. I mean, he wasn't Ian Anderson. It was like twenty guys in that band. Mm. That was a yeah, big that was band. A... That was a big band. They yeah. weren't as okay. they weren't as commercially as uh, uh, successful mm-hmm. as the rest. I feel like they were more polished. They didn't have the same like swagger. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, the Marshall Tucker did. stuff was kind of that pretty. dirty feel. Yeah, you, 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 you just can't picture the guys in Marshall Joe. Tucker like you know banging groupies in the tour bus like the rest of these guys. I'm sure they did, but to me, yeah. they seem like wow. nice guys. Fair enough. All right, All so right, moving on. Since since uh, we just got done talking about songs of the South, RJ, why don't you go ahead with your topic? Damn, you really did go with that? <laughs> Fucking A. Hey, it, 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 it qualifies for your topic. It uh, might not be in good taste, but it qualifies. Damn, dude. My girlfriend might beat the shit out of you if she hears this Hold episode. Hold on. If that's the case, then beat the, the, the crap out of Disney for having a ride called Splash Mountain. Because that whole ride is celebrating that movie. That's it, the. <laughs> nobody knows that, though, Joe. If you want to break it real. Have you ever rode through that ride? <laughs> yeah, Don't throw me in that briar patch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, RJ, please give us your topic. <laughs> so, we all are fans of Disney on this. Uh, well, I don't know about yep. Will, but me and Joe are fans of yep. Disney. And even though we might not agree on the parks, we can agree on one thing. We love the films, and that's what I wanted to talk about. And I'm talking about actual Disney films. We can slip into Pixar, but first let's just talk about Disney animation films. So, no, we can't talk about Toy Story right now. No, we can't talk about fucking Cars. You're Monsters talking about the Inc. old school cell cell animation, not well, no, not because, the digital. I mean, because like you you still have other stuff that Disney put out. Like, uh, I don't believe Lilo and Stitch is a true cell animation film, but Lilo and Stitch is Disney. 
Anyways, right. I, I so got, that's what I, I want to talk about. <clears throat> I want to talk about Disney films, how they speak to you, some of your favorites, and since everybody here is basically a dad, except for well, technically I will be soon. But like, do your kids? At three have weeks, some? there's a heartbeat. Or what was the first like Disney movie you showed your kid? Like, you know, Disney has a way mm. of putting, mm. bringing family together. I just, I, I have to. I just want to talk about Disney films. They're just awesome. So. Yeah. I agree. That being said, Joe, kick it off. All right, so there's too many here, and I'm not going to do my Do not fucking list them all. Just talk about the one that really speaks to you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, so hard. It's so hard. Well. So am I. <laughs> um, what's funny is my son liked a movie which isn't even one of the more popular Disney movies, but it's really good, and that's The Three Caballeros. I haven't seen it. good. With um, Jose Carioca, the uh, he's the parrot, I believe, or is he the? I don't remember. I think Don Don Pablo or something like that is the uh, is the Mexican bird. And then of course Donald Duck, and they take like a magic journey through like Brazil and Mexico, and how have I never heard of this? Dude, it's like a crazy movie from like the seventies or eighties. But like we went to Epcot and like they have Mexico there, and he's like, I want the shirt, and it had like the shirt with like the three birds on it because they're actually in the <coughs> ride in the little Mexico ride, the boat yeah. ride. Yeah. So that was one he really really enjoyed, which I never would have thought he would have. And it's not even that great of a movie, but he just really loved it. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Right. I mean, they didn't even have to have Elton John to make the soundtrack for it. Hey, we will not talk trash about Elton John in my presence. Oh, no. I, oh, no. Side That's note, by far the best Disney Rocket soundtrack. Man this weekend. Mm. If, if you were talking Disney soundtracks, Lion King is the best one uh, there is. Uh, this is good. Pretty good. Uh, I don't know about that. Speaking of peaches, uh, Rotten Peaches is quite possibly one of my greatest, one of my favorite songs ever written. It's on Mad Man Across the Water, which is in my top five favorite albums ever. Anyway. All right. Anyway. So. <clears throat> give us give us a movie, Will. But wait, hold on. I want to know what you, you went over your sons, but what's yours, Joe? I was trying to buy myself some time to figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll shut up then. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to Go ahead, Will. Blast. Give me one, Will. All right. It's all good. It's easily the best one. I don't know why we're even we're discussing this anymore, but it's Robin Hood. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that is man. a good one. Oodle lolly. Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, what a day. That's not how I love it. Goes, my daughters love it, and it's weird because I've tried to show my kids so much of the stuff that I loved, and that is probably the one thing that has stuck with them. Uh, they didn't like Goonies. They didn't like Ghostbusters, which I think I need to try Ghostbusters again because I think it scared them. Mm, but uh, yeah. when they were little, yeah, they're you don't older now. Go too young with Ghostbusters. Anyway, it's got continue. some adult scenes in it. Don't forget about that, that scene where uh, Dan Aykroyd hooks up with the ghost. Right. He doesn't. He. Oh, yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, it's I think that's like the third time you've mentioned that scene. I've kinda, I, I think it is. It, it, he probably fucking, you there's know, There's some weird, there's probably, I was going to say, there's that. probably, yeah, there was probably some, <laughs> <laughs> some things that it, happened. It brings a whole new meaning to getting ghosted. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit. All right. Anyway, Robin anyway. Hood, absolute favorite. In my opinion, probably one. the best Disney movie ever made. Clifton, where are you at? Okay. Uh, you know, you said Robin Hood, and that was the first, one of the first movies I was probably, like, aware of as a kid. Right. Um, like, one of my cousins had the soundtrack she had, like, left 
um, over at our house, and it was on vinyl, and I used to listen to it as a kid, like just the soundtrack. And so that one's really stuck with me, uh, Roger Miller, you know, doing most of the work on that soundtrack. Um, right. That was, that was pretty cool. Um, Jungle Book was another big one. Oh, man. Yeah. For me. It's the bare yeah. necessity. <laughs> I had a boss that looked like Baloo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ironically enough, um, if I used to work at Disney, and one of the things, like, people would always fight over was who gets to play characters but being a taller more portly gentleman there was only two characters i was able to play and one of them was blue because nice. <laughs> because most everyone good. who plays them is girls like they're almost all like little four foot five foot tall girls that are playing the characters because they're all short for kids mm-hmm. but blue and goofy are tall so you could i could have either played blue or goofy if i actually was a character but i was a janitor bam <laughs> yeah that those those characters are great and they got a lot of mileage out of them in other things yeah. in the 90s when you know i was growing up like tailspin, tailspin. ah i mm-hmm. love tailspin that's like one of my favorite shows yeah i mean um that's 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 a classic had a great soundtrack um i think that was the last one walt disney actually like worked on really hmm. yeah really? So is yeah, that? Be, am I wrong here? Is that the only? Is Robin Hood the only Disney movie where they reused a lot of characters? Because like, I feel like, uh, like the bear was Baloo, you know, Little John. Yeah. Well, he was a a, a, a Baloo type. A Baloo. Man, I think yeah. Baloo. Um, <laughs> during that period, they used a lot of characters. Like they would change an aspect of it, and a lot of the voice actors too. I think they were using a lot of the same ones. I can well, see like that. I think about right now when that with any kind of animation animation's not cheap and it's never been cheap. Mm-hmm. Especially cell shaded. So yeah, reusing assets is definitely something that's not just Disney but like everybody does. Like, you know, we were talking about Hanna Barbera. They literally would flip they would mirror the cells like, you know, like it would have like fucking Batman and Robin running to the left, but they would flip that for like two scenes later when they're running to the right, but it was the same animation that they drew up the first time, just flipped. Yeah. Is it bad that when Will said Robin Hood, all I could think is the Mel Brooks Robin Hood Men in Tights movie? No, because that is the Robin Hood. That's the best. (laughs) I mean, it's pretty pretty good. It was good. It was good. You guys are are like fucking... Forgetting so many goddamn movies. Oh, no. I'm kicking it. We in. can go more. You said pick the favorite one, though. Uh, we're we're going to go. We're going to elaborate. Cliff, did you pick, pick your favorite? favorite? I, I just said, well, I said those two were at the top for me. Lion King, I think, for me, was. It's almost unfair the, to say Lion King, though, because it's just, it's expected to be the favorite Disney movie. That's yeah, not fucking true. I can true. see that. That's not true at all. That's not true at all. Like, dude, what I movie would, don't encourage him, gross, Clifton. You can, you which, can. Which movie has gross more than The Lion King okay. as far as Disney movies go that aren't Pixar? We'd have to. That aren't Pixar? Um, I would have to. The look only, that the up, only other big ones that say, even come close would be Little like Mermaid Aladdin or Little there. Mermaid. Okay. Little Mermaid and Aladdin. Exactly. And that's about it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw one out here. Or Cinderella or something like that. That's, that's like an unlikely. Um, I think. When my kids started watching um, 
the the Disney movies, you know, and they started latching onto it. Like I started liking some from you know that been made in the last six seven years. Yeah. Um, but one that they started watching and then like I absolutely fell in love with was Princess and the Frog because yeah, they took one. and did the old style animation on that one and when they were doing like the Pixar stuff and they and went the back alligator and did like playing a trumpet <laughs> yeah and they did the the um I forgot the guy was it Newman uh that did the soundtrack Randy Newman yeah oh yeah um the weird voice guy that plays all the Toy Story stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think he did the, he might have worked on that, but they had a lot of um, re- really great music on that. Movie. Tangled yeah. was another newer one that was, that was like that. That was good. Like Mandy Moore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about Moana, guys? Come on. Oh, Moana but that's, you're, you're getting back into Pixar now. Uh, uh, here we go. Ones. God damn it. Know your shit, Will. And if you don't know it, all shut right, so the fuck I up. Think I think I'm ready for one of my favorite ones. I have two right. that aren't even very well-known ones, but I think I'm going to go with goof, the Goofy movie where, oh. we're going to, oh, where Max wants to go see Powerline yeah. and he wants to hang out with the girl yeah. and then he wants solid, the dad man. just wants to take the trip solid. with him. That's a solid it, one. That was like, I was about the same age. I was at that like, you know, mid, like early teenage age when that movie came out. So like, you know, you get, you want to just hang out with your friends and stuff and you don't really like think about your parents as being cool. But then, like, you know, you get older and you appreciate the time you spent with them going on vacations and stuff. That's, that's pretty right. that's I got a, a random. A, I got yeah. a random. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that's a really good period, I think, for the animation. Like, like yeah. an interesting period. All right. I, I remember this. This was probably my favorite thing. And I couldn't remember if it was Dizzy or not, but it totally was. It aired on... I'm looking it up right now. It aired on November 27, 1986 on ABC, and it was a Disney... Uh, it, it was a pilot, apparently. It was called The Fluffy Dogs. I've never seen that one. Did you guys ever watch The Fluffy Dogs? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. They had... Uh, and I thought it was just a movie. I didn't realize that it was a pilot. It was supposed to be a pilot for a show that never got picked up. But uh, if you guys can go back and, uh, and watch Fluffy Dogs... And it, it um, man, I have never realized this until I'm reading. Thanks, Wikipedia. Uh, the <laughs> the premise for the series was very much akin to uh, Sliders. Do you remember Sliders, the show, the sci-fi show? Yeah. It was kind of they were like time traveling. That. Oh, that's cool, dude! It was awesome. And I gotta check that yeah, out. The Fluffy Dogs. So that's a deep cut for you. The other, the other Toon Disney one, because I, 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 I grew up watching all the Toon Disney afternoon shows, like you were talking about earlier, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, and yeah. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. But the other one that I really liked that was a movie was the one, the DuckTales one, the, the quest for El Dorado, when they're looking for like the Temple of Gold. Um, and it has like the genie in it and stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I saw that one. I can't remember the exact one, the actual name was, but it was DuckTales the movie, then it was like, I think it was like the quest for or gold or something that requests for El Dorado. Um, and they end up finding this temple like in the bottom of this volcano. Oh, man, I wish I could remember what it was called, but that was another great movie based off like the afternoon cartoon series. All right. I've patiently the waited. Treasure of the Lost we're Land. About Treasure of the Lost Land. That's what it was. We've, yeah. We're getting into TV shows and I've yet to talk about all no, these that, great films that's a that movie. you're just fucking blowing by. Yes, but Will brought up TV shows is what I was referring oh. to. All right. Guys. Guys. Come on. You're forgetting about some of the fucking coolest movies ever. 
one of the funniest movies, and if I didn't say this movie, my girlfriend would probably get upset, would be uh, The Emperor's New Groove. Oh, that's a oh, great man. one. It's good. S- Spade yeah. killed it. Saw yeah, him that. and um, Patrick Warburton. theaters. Yeah. Um, but but they lost me on Kronk's new groove. <laughs> it was okay. It was watchable. Wasn't uh wasn't John Goodman in that too? Wasn't he the guy? Yeah, like the main guy. Mm-hmm. That's a great cast. Let me um, ask you this, RJ. You're a Disney connoisseur. Yes. Does anyone in history, Cliff? Maybe you can answer this. Does anyone in history actually enjoy Fantasia? Oh, I do. I do. I no. love. Of course, I love. you do. I don't. I, I go to I, sleep. Okay. Yes, exactly. We, <laughs> that movie was we, awful. We talked about this. I was a music major, and I was in symphonic bands and orchestras all through, like, high school and college. Okay, congratulations. That movie still sucked. No, it was amazing. <laughs> go, see Fa- go see Fantasia, like, on Fantasia water. 2000 is if the better go, one, If though. you go see Fantasia on water, Will, like, at one of the parks. Well, yeah. I mean, it's of course. It's fucking amazing. Shut but the fuck up. Movie was and Fantasia 2000 was the better one than the original no, Fantasia. Man, probably I stupid don't know too. about that. I, never saw it. I mean, there's yeah. so many like there's so many movies I want to be I want to be like Joe and just list them all. Let's I, let's <laughs> just do it. So I want to do it too. I'm sitting here like biting my tongue. I know. Mulan. Tell me how great Mulan Lilo is. Lilo and Stitch, Dumbo, oh. fucking Bambi, uh, Beauty and Oliver the Beast. Oliver and Company. <laughs> you remember that one with the cats? All yes, over or the Aristocats, yeah. or the yeah. Rescuers, and the Rescuers Down Under. Yeah, oh, dude. That was big, okay, yeah. now yeah. There, here's that's a big part of my childhood. The little boy with I the would, eagle. I would really like to talk about because a lot of people don't talk about it, and I very much enjoy it. It's kind of it reminds me of this other film because it came around the same time. It was a different studio. It was actually Fox Studios that came out with this film. But um, Titan A.E., really like that oh, movie. Yeah. But more importantly, around that time, also another film came out, and that was Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Oh, I remember that one. Mm-hmm. That one is good. That is a great movie. That is and a good like, movie. I mean, because like, that just harps back to like the sci-fi kind of thing, yeah. like the steampunk. Like That is steampunk. Yeah, okay. I, I, I'll give you I that. I disagree with that. And to bring it back to music. Hold on. What? Go, go on one second real quick, though. You said Dumbo. We skipped over this. That movie was like, when you're a kid, that movie will mess you up. Like the scene yeah. where he gets drunk. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then. You know, I honestly the, don't the, remember a lot about Dumbo. It's what about so the long. birds? Like, that was just overtly racist. Well, I mean, but that's Disney for you. <laughs> they sing a song called I've been done seeing a lot of things But I ain't never seen no elephant fly Well you know <laughs> It is what it is um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't got an excuse like a, for that shit um, We just had one of those uh, Kanye West Mike Myers moments Yeah <laughs> He's like, It is what it is <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, He's like, now let me quick, go see Donald Trump and sign I his wanna, music act. I wanna, I wanna <laughs> go back to the sci-fi. Another great sci-fi by Disney, and it's actual Disney. It's not Pixar, believe it or not. Um, and that would be Meet the Robinsons. Oh, oh, I watched yeah, that. T- that they had that on the great. TV today when I got home. My son was watching that. It's some good shit. Yeah. It's some good shit. It's got good The whole sci-fi. reveal when he fi- when he finds out the evil guys was his like roommate when he was a kid, the baseball kid. Yeah. Oh my Spoilers. god. Spoilers. Oh, Have you never seen it, Will? <laughs> yeah, dude. I watched it. My uh, uh, the, the name of the show should be Just Surprise Me and Spoilers. 
<laughs> well, that is the We're going to ruin everything you love. Spoil the shit the out of it. Um, um, the other, the other good like of the CGI movies that's not a Pixar one, which we've talked about before, is Wreck-It Ralph. That's pure Disney. Yeah. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah, Wreck-It Ralph was awesome. The, my favorite part was when the uh, the guy from Zangief from Street Fighters, like all <laughs> at the, <laughs> in the, in the in the meeting, like the yeah. the AA meeting, yeah. but for villains. <laughs> I, I mean, and and so this next film I'm about to mention, because uh, we I, I want to bring it up because it's also got a history of having a killer soundtrack done by a rock star. Let's talk about Tarzan. Not oh, yeah. a fan of the movie. Like, the movie's okay. But Tarzan, I, the soundtrack, is oh, yeah. phenomenal. Now... Always be I actu- actually yeah. have a story that ties in with this exact thing because here we go. I worked at Animal Kingdom <sighs> for like three years, Shut and up, when bro. I worked there, when they were opening up the new uh, like the new Asia part, they had what's called the Theater in the Wild, which actually played the Tarzan live action show. But for all the employees of the park, they had a big event where he actually came and played the entire set live for us in the in the theater. That's badass. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was to like open the Everest area and the whole brand new area because I was there when that opened and when they broke ground on that, that was awesome. Yeah, so that's pretty that's, cool. Yeah, that's that's oh. wicked, man. Yeah. So did that job Disney, pay Disney well? does it big. Did that job Disney pay well? doesn't pay their fucking no people. No. It, shit. it paid terribly, but it had great benefits. Like you got overtime for anything over eight hours in a day. Right. They, that's like if you got hurt out. at all, they were like sending you to like an on on premise doctor. They like want you like fixed. Like, the cafeteria for the employees had, like, all boar's head meat, but it was, like, you get the sandwich, it's, like, six inches thick of meat for, like, four bucks. Nice. I mean, it was it was, it was was great. I almost now, said fantastic, and quick, I'm not saying fantastic anymore. The, shut up, yeah. <laughs> I want to mention these two films only because I love the rides that these two films. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride? That's closed at Disneyland now. It's closed at, at Disney World, too. Oh, okay. No, one that I feel like if I wrote it as a kid, and I never really went to this part of Disneyland when I was a kid, so it didn't matter, but I feel like it would have fucked me up, Snow White. Oh, That yeah. ride is terrifying. I don't know how fucking kids would want to watch. Like, that is, that is a terrifying ride. Some of those ride, earlier Disney movies were really you, scary. The Peter Pan the ride, Disneyland too. Ride. Yeah. I'm trying to remember because I went on that, but... Okay, so Clifton, have you been to both Disneyland and Disney World? Yes. Which is the superior product? Here we well, parks This wise, isn't a hard question. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so hard. Um, I feel like... If you could only go to one of the two again, which one would you pick? Remember Leading Clifton, the witness, your honor. Leading the witness. Disney together. <laughs> now, now you can you can go to all the parks that are in you know World or Land, and all the resorts in World or Land, and all the other amenities in World or Land. Would you pick World or Land? Uh, well, let me just say this: Today, I'm gonna Julia. I'm gonna pick Disneyland because my kids. Boom! Been, Got him. And and they want to go really bad, and so if it, I, I've probably been to Disney World like six <laughs> times now, so. Disney, okay. Disneyland is on my radar. I'm I'm gonna pull a uh, Kyle McIntyre more mm-hmm. for me. Okay, 
Yeah, more for you. And just because real there quick, actually I is to give more. a shout out on the other ride, and it's absolutely my favorite. And I don't give a fuck who wants to judge me. I'll fight them to the death. Fucking, it's one of my favorite rides ever. The Little Mermaid ride in California Adventure. <laughs> shout out. We have we just got one here ride. too. No, is that one's just like pretty close car? to the Disney World one, I think. Is Those it? are all I, yeah, pretty. The only thing I hate about it is they got rid of twenty thousand leagues under the sea to put that in. They and twenty thousand leagues under the sea was the best. Man, I love yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I remember as a kid going to Disney World and and the submarine ride. You know, yeah, that ride. Yeah. Yeah. They still awesome. have the submarine ride at uh, Disneyland though, don't they? No, they don't. It's Finding Nemo. Yeah. I mean, it's a submarine ride, but it's that, garbage. Like was that in the just? Yeah, you're right. No. You're right. No, dude. Right. Some, the submarine has been closed fucking forever. But it's oh, the same rod, but just changed the theme. So I got to tell you though, I hate I'm super that fucking excited. ride. Okay, so I the reason why I hate that ride is because it still uses assets from the original submarine ride, and then they throw up a couple screens that have like. Nemo going across. So, like, the universes just don't mesh together because you have, like, oh, these yeah. really mm-hmm. real, quote-unquote, realistic props with Pixar animation going on, too, and it just does not mesh. It's a yeah. garbage I mean, we have, the living, we have the living seas, so that, like, we don't need, like, fake underwater. We have real underwater. Fucking suck a dick, but, Joe. But um, <laughs> the one thing I'm super excited they're about to open again <laughs> They used to have this ride called the Skyway back in the day, and it was like these little gondolas that went over mm-hmm. the Magic Kingdom. But they're actually – they're not in a park now, but between like um, – I'm going to call it MGM, but even though it's Hollywood Studios, I always call it MGM. But between there and two of the new hotels in Epcot, they're building like a gondola system right now, and it's sick. Anyways, all right. That wraps it up for Disney. Let's get the fuck on with this shit. I just – I'm, I'm, All right, I'm Joe. not even. I'm not even doing a segue. I'm just shoving it in. Yep, Joe's next, and then Cliff's gonna bring us home. All right. Well, since we just had an argument about different regional things, uh, let's let's continue on here with uh, well, with another argument about he said regional no things. No fucking segues, but he managed it anyway. I told you, I always segue. Don't don't try to stop it. It's just natural. It happens. I'm I'm the best at it. But anyways, uh, the topic I wanted to bring up tonight, and maybe bring to the table, if you would. Is uh, <laughs> what are uh, your favorite foods that remind you of a particular city or region in this country? All right, I think Cliff should leave this off because if there's any region that uh, is famous for let's, the food, let's throw it back, Cliff. Not necessarily the on. South, man. I'm talking about like Mississippi, Louisiana. You talking? Oh, yeah. That's the first thing that I think of when I think of those areas. Well, the second because the first one is the ridiculous, unbearable heat. The second would be the food. So, Cliff, go ahead. Well, I, I think like you go to New Orleans and you've got to, you know what? I'd say if you want, like you're talking about like if I was to think of New Orleans, like a signature no dish that you had to get when you New were Orleans. there. Okay. Well, you got to get a shrimp po' boy. That's like a non-negotiable. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was thinking also beignet. Yeah, beignets. Beignets, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or some good jambalaya. What was that? Or gumbo. Wait, um, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Can you pronounce I that? I said jambalaya. 
Uh, some like you said, jambalaya. <laughs> I'm like that. Jambalaya. 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 Like yeah. It's not jam. It's jam. There's an A there, not a U. <laughs> but how do you pronounce it, Clifton? How do you pronounce it, Clifton? Jambalaya is how I say it. Jambalaya, like exactly. Yeah, the I know U. how it's spelled, but I probably say it like jumbo. Yeah. Like. Anyway, sorry, Cliff. Continue. Um. Yeah, I, I think about that when I'm. You know, if you're going to New Orleans, you got to get that. If you're in Mississippi, you got to start getting into like catfish. Dude, do you guys have a fucking catfish? Now I don't know how rural the area you live in is, Cliff. But like I live in a suburb, but we're you know parts of the the county that I live in are pretty rural. Man, we have a lot of fish fries. Is this something you guys do? Like the volunteer fire departments will have fish fries to raise money and stuff like that. We're thinking about doing a fish fry for my uh, our gender reveal party. I'm so excited. That's awesome. What kind of fish? What the kind of fish? Well, you if it's a boy, think? tilapia. If it's a girl, <laughs> no. We're talking about fucking catfish. Everybody's gonna be like, uh, "What do I? Uh, what, what does this taste like? I don't know." <laughs> It'll be so confusing. <laughs> no, Name the but fish. No, it'd be catfish. So yeah, I mean, my so girlfriend's family is like all like her extended family stuff's all from New Orleans. So uh, like we go we go like matter of fact two years ago her family reunion was in New Orleans. So like yeah it'd be fish fry, and then it's it's also gonna be barbecue. But let's save that because I feel like that topic's gonna get fucking heated here in a moment. Yeah, continue what you were talking about, Clifton. Yeah. So, y- you know I think like this area you're going to see more like country type foods not necessarily Cajun but there's like a little bit of crossover because I'm like uh, Will was saying I'm kind of like the town I'm in is about 50-60 miles from New Orleans so we're kind of like so it's south Mississippi yeah we're like in a buffer area like where it kind of goes you know a lot of people eat the New Orleans food and Mississippi food, and you get like an hour north of here, and then it's more country. So, I don't know. When I think about California, I, I think about like tacos. I think about ru- ruining every food by putting like avocados and stuff that is <laughs> That's in the new on California, it. man. Like, <laughs> like, let's get California pizza. It's got broccoli and avocado on it. <laughs> terrible yeah uh, or but no if i if i think about california because i've only been to a couple places and it's most of it's up like near the bay area um i think about seafood or like uh mm-hmm. or like chocolate for some reason i went to girardelli out in san francisco and that's like the only thing i really remember from that entire trip was going to girardelli and getting like a giant like 10 pound block of white chocolate yeah, I when I went to San Francisco, um, I it was kind of like choose choose to go there, like fish, uh, like was that Fisherman's Wharf area, or yeah, we went to a couple of fish restaurants out there too. Yeah, I ended up like going to Chinatown and Japantown. Oh, nice. So um, everything when I think of West Coast, I, I think a lot of like getting Asian. A, Asian food that you can't get here in the South. 
Yeah, I, I always hear the taco thing too, but I just never been to Southern California. I think it's more of a Southern California yeah. thing than a uh, Northern California. Uh, Sorry, I had to step away for a moment, guys. What's a Southern California thing? Tacos. Um, tacos. Tacos are the shit. Tex Mex is garbage. No, nah, I prefer Tex Mex, honestly. It's because you're white. Don't eat uh, it all. I want a chimichanga. Right. I, I don't like Chewies. Do you guys have Chewies? Is that a thing? Yeah. Or? The one thing I do like about Chewies, because I don't like most of it, but they have that bar where you get unlimited nachos. That is nice. That is nice. <laughs> Other than that, though, they can keep the, it. Uh, uh, the, um, the jalapeno, creamy jalapeno dip is pretty good, too. Anyway. Sorry. Yeah. Nah, that's cool. Um, that's that's you know Mexican sort of. Um, so here- I always go where all my like you know I'm in construction, so like I always ask the roof crews which Mexican restaurant to go to, and they always tell me like the best ones because they know the authentic ones. Yeah. Let me let me ask you guys this. I'm gonna pose a question that might start a fight, but uh, what region, outside of I mean I know it's a European thing, but what region? Of uh, the country, do you guys associate pizza with New York? New York, Chicago. That quick, really? Isn't it? Yeah, I was yeah, gonna I say. I haven't Chicago. been to New York. I, I mean, but yeah. I've been to Chicago and had pizza there. So, well, to me, a pizza should never be like three inches thick and have the cheese on the bottom. That's just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the but cheese should be on top. Have to get it. Maybe some toppings. And I should be able to fold it in half and eat it while I'm walking. Man, I, like I, we're I can't remember what group. Slammed it. by Blake from the Tone Mob about this. Oh, we're gonna get destroyed. That but pizza. That, you know, that's fine. New York pizza is the best. Can't be any worse than what Steve did to us about the country music, which. And I think oh we can God. all agree that California pizza is the worst. I don't know, man. I've never I'm had California arguing. pizza. J- just imagine a salad bar on a pizza. But we got to give an honorable mention to uh, to Detroit pizza. Like I don't know if uh, if you guys have Jets. Yeah, I've, I've never. It's a chain. I've never really uh, had much of it, but I've seen it, and it looks pretty good. Jets is amazing. And if any of you – like, Cliff, do you have Jets down there? Mm-mm. Jets pizza? Okay. If you come up here for Nam, we got to get Jets. Okay. It's great. You can buy it by the slice. It's fantastic. It's kind of it's kind of like a hybrid deep dish <coughs> uh, regular pan pizza thing. It's typically like square, right? Yes, it is yeah, square Yeah, it's like slice. a rectangle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, uh, being from Florida and like especially the southern part, I'm like mostly into Caribbean food, like, you know, any of the islands type food. But Jamaican's like my favorite. You all the spicy stuff, like goat and uh, oxtail soup, jerk chicken, Um, and of course, you know, Cuban food is prevalent everywhere you go. Which it's just amazing food. It's it's like if you took um like Mexican food and then just changed up the flavor a little bit and kind of add like a little bit more tangy and spicy to it. Versus just like the standard pepper flavor. Yeah, there's a um, there's a place in Orlando we've hit a couple times. It's like a fast food place, and I cannot remember the name of it. It's but it's around like International Drive. You're talking about Pollo Tropical. Yeah, I think so. And um, it, it's like yeah, a it's fast like, food Cuban yeah. tropical. Yeah, yeah, we got one we here. Like it. Yeah. yeah, we got one here. Yeah, Pollo Tropical is awesome. They got that cilantro ranch oh, dipping. Oh, so good. Can can we talk about barbecue now? <laughs> Let's do it. Is, okay. Can we Are you going to tell us that Texas, Texas barbecue, barbecue is the best? best bar- That's goddamn I, true. You. That is the truth. I'm going to tell you Texas barbecue is the best. Texas, Texas barbecue, barbecue, is, barbecue the best. is the best. That is gospel. Period. 
The only thing that I think could make Texas barbecue better is if every once in a while, and I'm not talking about all the time, it has to be just once in a while, like maybe every 10 pieces had Carolina mustard sauce on it. No. But on Texas barbecue. I don't want it on Carolina barbecue. I want the Carolina sauce on the Texas no. barbecue. Yes. No. I love mustard sauce. No. And I, like I said, it's, it's one out of 10. You still get the other nine or regular. Can no. I say? Can I say all barbecue matters? <laughs> I will yeah. take any. I will take any barbecue. Can we? Can we get a shirt that says "All Barbecue Matters"? <laughs> I mean, this is For like real. we're arguing over which custom shop model guitar we want. <laughs> They're all good. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, but seriously, the fact that you can pack so much flavor. Without using a sauce, I said I think that says something yeah. about. You know, um, just, RJ, just, you can confirm this for me. What? You know how to tell a good barbecue place in Texas? How? That I noticed, when you walk in, they don't give you toast or anything. They give you a plain white piece of bread, just like That's plain right. white bread. That's yeah, how you can I tell it's like, going to be a good I, barbecue I, I place. I feel like I feel like most barbecue joints, not just Texas barbecue. Do that? Am I incorrect? Because I've had I, no. That's that's just a Texas thing. Everywhere else I've been, they give you some kind of bun or garlic toast. But in Texas, oh, no, they literally no. hand you just a slice of no, plain white bread. Like bread, bread. It's fucking yeah. Wonder, Wonder Bread. bread. <laughs> they give you a slice yeah. of Wonder Bread. That's how I knew. Like when I was there, I was like, okay, this is gonna be good. Because if they tried to like give me some fancy bread, I knew the barbecue wasn't gonna be that good. But if they just gave me a regular, plain, untoasted, boring ass piece of white bread, that the barbecue mm. was gonna be great. No, so like for real. Like, the, the common sides, like, regardless of whether you get potato salad or anything like that, like, if you get, like, meat, you'll you always get a, get a slice of Wonder Bread and a little stack of just, like, pickles. Like, yep. that's a, that just comes with everything, period. And that Texas sausage with the ch- cheddar and jalapenos in it? It's delicious. So I'm getting hungry right now just no, thinking about dude. it. <laughs> Why is barbecue the greatest food? I don't know, but it's because f- it's fucking meat, damn it. Yeah. It's <laughs> fucking meat. We got a, a chain that started in Orlando called uh, Four Rivers, and they, they do Texas-style barbecue. And um, they make this thing called the Six Shooter, and it's basically it's a little square of, uh, of baked cheese grits. Then they put um, brisket on top of that, then coleslaw on top of that, then pickles and jalapenos, and then drown it in barbecue sauce. No. It's the best thing ever. Then it's not Texas, because you just said barbecue sauce. No, it's Texas pit. It's Texas pit. um, Well, I mean, you can put as much sauce as you want on it, but it's the Texas pit style brisket still. I'm just going to put this out there. You guys are talking all this shit, and I'm listening. But uh, go to Memphis, Central Barbecue. It's over. No. That's the best. I don't know. It's too much pig for me. I need more beef. It's the best on planet Earth. Also, shout out to Outlaws in Texas. They have probably some of my favorite breakfast burritos because they have a brisket burrito mm. that is like mm. fucking amazing. That sounds fantastic. It's just like that. it's straight up just like brisket and jalapenos. You that guys may not know a, this about me. A, a, or tortilla. And you may not, you know, you may not need another reason to hate me even more, but I don't eat eggs ever. I hate eggs. Really? How Absolutely can you hate, hate eggs. eggs? I don't know what it is. I cannot eat eggs. You sound like my like, pregnant I try in the, the anyway. The, the, like the smell makes me gag. Nasty. It does smell bad. Ugh. 
I say it was really gross, man. I used to work in food service distribution, as I've mentioned. And uh, a lot of these companies, uh, <clears throat> Burger King, will use a... <laughs> We'll use a. Hold on! Don't be talking about Burger King. That's yeah, a Miami-based Burger King. King. Dude, they use the Kings from Miami. The liquid eggs. Oh yeah, it's yeah. terrible. It's, it, they come oh, in like a milk carton. A lot of places, not just Burger King. A lot of places do that. You go to fucking fancy yeah. ass hotels and they're using fucking eggs from a carton, or oh, from like a, I'm like a milk there. carton. Yeah. As if I needed a reason to hate eggs even more, which is really funny because I found out that uh. The dude that's on Food Channel that does the diners, drive-ins, the Guy Fieri, he hates eggs, too. Really? Yeah, I never would have guessed it, but there was an episode where he's at, like, this pizza place, and this guy, like, cracks an egg to put on top of the pizza, and he's like, why did you just ruin that pizza by putting the egg on it? (laughs) And, like, he'll eat just about every single thing in the world, but he will not eat eggs. Then I started, like, watching his other shows, like the, um, the grocery games show, and if anyone ever starts cooking eggs, he, like, shies away, like, ugh, I... (laughs) It's funny because I, I didn't think there was other people like me who hated eggs. No, I yes. love eggs. I, um, yeah, me too, man. I could eat them. More for you. Deviled <laughs> eggs, hard-boiled eggs, over medium. I like it when the yolk's good and runny. I don't mm-hmm. need to eat That'd a chicken's period panties. Easy. Not over medium dipshit. There's over medium, I'm too. over it. No, over medium is a thing. However, it's not super runny. It's like in between. Right. What you described, motherfucker, would be an over easy. <laughs> hey, RJ. What's you. up? I hate you so much. Um, I want to ask Clifton about another great Southern classic. Okay. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about biscuits and gravy? The B's and oh, G's. I love it. So, Remember Clifton? So, Shout I, out to I back when I was on his episode, or on his show yeah. for the first time. We spent a good time talking about B's and G's. We did. Matter of fact, That's why I had to ask RJ's permission. <laughs> Matter of fact, like uh, every time somebody's eating one now, like it seems like that we know they're always posting it in my group. Like, oh, I'm eating this, and and my wife wanted to make fun of me the other day, but when she saw that, I think it was <laughs> Co that took a picture. She yeah. was like, "You don't eat that hardly ever," and I was like, "Yeah, I, I know, but like I love it. I mean, it's one of those things. Like, I'm not gonna go out of my way to make it." because it takes a whole lot of extra time. It sure does. But yeah, a lot of effort. There, yeah, if it's there, really I'm going to load it up last on time. it. I really fucked yeah. mine up last time. I even posted it in Clifton's group. Um, I, I accidentally <laughs> added way, and I do mean way, too much goddamn flour. Like, fuck, the thing was like, like you, it so was you're a basically casserole. biscuits and gravy flavored biscuits. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was well, like you could have baked that shit and made fucking biscuit flavored biscuits and gravy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, going back know, to a, what you do oh, end ahead. up end up doing there. What you end up doing when that happens is you keep cutting it. Yep. And the the what the problem is so I, is you end up making like a batch that it. would last. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you end up making like enough for 300 people. <laughs> I, I fucking ran or out me. of space in my pan. I was like, okay, I'm either going to run out of milk or I'm going to run out of space in my pan. That's how much fucking flour I added to my biscuits and gravy. That's how much I added to my I fucked it up so bad. But you know what? Tasted delicious. The flavor was there. It had a weird texture because it was like an undercooked fucking, like, loaf of bread but it was still delicious 
All right. Me, me and Clifton got to talk for a second. You guys might not want to listen to this because we're going to talk about something else regional that's amazing. Hey, Clifton, can I give you a high five for the yep. Whataburger? Oh, hell no. We're talking about Whataburger. I'm from Texas. Because those two guys don't got Whataburger. This makes me uh, sad. Hey, I grew up <laughs> I in fucking uh, Texas, okay? I know, but you don't got it no more. Yeah, but you know what? No, I, I live or- about an hour from a Whataburger. There's, yeah, a, there's one on the, um, in Gulfport, yeah. <clears throat> There's one in Jacksonville here that's the closest one to me. Closest one to us is in Alabama. There used to be three of them uh, in, in Gainesville, but they all closed down. It's the only good thing in Alabama is Whataburger. Dude, yeah. can we just talk about the only condiment that matters, spicy ketchup? Oh, spicy ketchup. Dude, you can buy it. You can I, buy it. It's uh, three bottles bitch, for like 15 I know. Bucks. I told you. No, you didn't tell me. Whataburger, even like they're not, they're just a regular, their fancy ketchup is better than any other fancy ketchup I've ever had. I I can agree with that. They have really good ketchup. No, like me and my my buddy, um, we're going in on a three-pack. Because, like, I can't, like, I can't justify having three. Because $6.95 is too expensive just for you. (laughs) No, I just, because I, like, I feel like three packs of spicy ketchup is just, like, way too much for right me. <laughs> it would go, certainly, I mean, well i mean it is vinegar and acid based so it's gonna last forever oh, it's it not like you have to throw ketchup away forever, but like you know like why not split the cost and give my buddy one who like has had it once and it like changed his life he's like yeah i had it like whataburger because i knew it was a thing and i was like at dfw oh you know what's <laughs> pissing me off about things you have to mail order now you saw that they re-released the new coke for the stranger things like anniversary Mm-hmm. Did they really? You can only get it if you order it online. You can't buy it in stores. I'm like trying to drive around to a gas station looking for it, and then I realize they only sell it online. What kind of stupid marketing plan is that, Coke? Like, if you want people to buy your product, put it in the place where they buy drinks. Hmm? Yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. You got to order online, but also, can yep, I and you just have say to order Stranger the Stranger things? things pack. Like, the only way you can get it is it's a free gift that comes with the Stranger Things pack. That's weird. Oh. Yeah, it's stupid. At least when Pepsi had the you know the nerve to re-release Crystal Pepsi, they put it in the gas station. Dude, Crystal Pepsi is yeah. garbage. No, I loved it. No. It's weird. It is weird, it's and it didn't taste good, but I still love it. fucking weird. And they released a Surge at the exact same time they released Crystal Pepsi. Again. Oh, dude, Surge was my jam. You can still get it at Burger King. It's, yep. it's so bad. Can you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they put it in slushies, too, like a Surge slushie. It's so that was the original bad. energy drink, man. Wow. It yeah, was. That and Jolt, Jolt, Jolt Cola. Cola yeah. <laughs> um, All right. So I feel like. Another regional oh, thing that I think RJ may never have experienced, but you guys have, is the greatest grocery store chain on earth, and that's Publix. Nah. No. Their deli is the shit. But Publix is the best. Anyway. No, it's the best grocery store there okay, is. Okay. Publix Hands is down. great. Yep. Yep. Anyway, moving so moving on. We I think we've beaten food to death, guys. Let's keep rolling. So no, and now okay, is the time. Yeah, right. Yeah, for real. This is uh, what everybody's been waiting Texas for. barbecue. Our esteemed guest, Mr. Yes. Cliff and Worley. Lay your topic on us, man. All right. Well, I'm just going to open this up to favorite NPC type um, yeah. sitcoms that, that would air, like, in primetime. Kind of give me, like, your in order like your favorites and it, you know like your best three four five yeah. and this is hard because there's so many good ones oh, that God, it's hard to put them in order list. 
I'm not. I'm not going first. <laughs> but I do want to. I do want before we even start this. I want to get one thing off my chest. Hey, Jim Bowers, are you listening? How I Met Your Mother is a terrible show. It is straight trash and it sucks. Every episode, we're gonna fucking talk about it, Jim. Yeah, because you 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 posted in the group that I forgot to talk about it in the last episode. So now I'm gonna really call it out. That show is terrible. Fight me. Show is fantastic. I told you where I live. We know where this is. You're going to give me a big hug. And then, you know, we're going to cry together. And you're going to realize how terrible that show is. Well written and hilarious. Wonderful show. He's going to fucking kill you, dude. I know. He's going to fucking murder you. (laughs) I'm sorry, Jim. All right, Cliff. Cliff, before we we (laughs) dig into uh, your topic here, what's your your opinion on How I Met Your Mother? Uh, um, I love it. Yes. Yes. All right, guys. That was just surprised me, the podcast. (laughs) And... um, See ya, Clifton. Get the fuck off this show. <laughs> okay, let's get serious. Let's get serious for a second here. I just had to do that because Jim Jim called me out and I had to call it back out. Passing the baton. Anyway. All right. So fine. by NBC by More NBC's style show, what are you talking about, Cliff? Like for the for well, the idiots like, out there like myself. Like the I think NBC they tend to have these sitcoms that they end up getting a lot of casts off of, like, SNL. Um, not always, yeah. but they always have, like, the ones that's, like, they, they'll have, like, Thursday night. If you think, like, Thursday night NBC lineup. Um, the Office. Parks and Rec. Um, How Much Your Mother Would Fit. Um, no, it's CBS. No, that's Was CBS that CBS? C- okay, yep, you're right. All CBS sitcoms are trash. And 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 to clarify, I Incorrect. thought we were more talking like more like where they always have that. Uh, they always have a shooting crew on what's supposed to be a real like thing. So, for instance, you know they they have like interview sections, like you know of the like the mockumentary. Yeah, a mockumentary. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I yeah. think of when I think shows like Parks about. and Rec, exactly. uh, Office, Thirty Rock, Thirty Rock, exactly. This Community, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Community is my favorite show, except aside from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Community is like my second favorite. How show. can you say Community? Because it's a brilliantly written show and it's super funny. You've never so given terrible. it a chance. I don't. <laughs> I think watched like, you've watched more like than three a episodes. season or two of that. It's it's so so well written. I watched like and four then, episodes like, and was ready to throw myself into traffic. That show was terrible. It's so good. Um, I don't know. I, it could. It's. I mean, it's a, it's clearly a Fox show, but I could I could see how it's similar in vain. And I love Arrested Development, so I'm good with it. But that's not my choice, though. I have a choice, and it's probably one that nobody's seen. So I'll wait. I'm gonna throw this I out there, it, guys. I. Uh, I did not like Parks and Rec at all. Neither do I. Hmm. It's such a good show. I probably fucking dislike it as much as I dislike How I Met Your Mother. I enjoyed The Office. No, no, no. I enjoyed The the Office. office. Man, I could not get down with Parks and Rec. And, like, I I think a lot of it for me, except for the Ron Swanson character, Nick Offerman's hilarious, man. He's the best. I mean, I wish I wish Swanson would get his own show. I, would I love when he's like walking agreed, through like agreed. the home improvement store and the guy's like, can I help you? And he's just like, nope, I know more than you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I, uh, I can't. That's how I feel. I, can't that show. I, I don't think people. Amy Poehler's funny. Like no, she's all. not. She was the one weak link in that show. But you had like Adam Scott. 
and um, Aziz and I don't think he's that funny, man. Who Adam Scott? No, Aziz and sorry. Oh well, Aziz and sorry is on the border, but um, Chris Pratt, of course, when he was still fat and cool before he got all like rock star. Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. I mean, that that's all star cast. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying the cast. Yeah. Um, and what's his name? Uh, the, the, my mind just went blank. The guy, like the the handsome guy. It was, his name was like Chris. Uh, Chris. His, his name was Chris in the show, but what's his real name now? I just my mind went completely know. blank. Um, and then Rashida Jones, of course, who was actually in the Office mm-hmm. and Parks and Rec, and she's actually Quincy Jones' daughter. Oh, okay. Bam. That Science. makes sense. There you go. This is gonna drive me crazy until I think of his name. <laughs> well, in the meantime, I'm gonna talk about mine. What you got? Oh, click in a second here. It's a short-lived series. While Joe Google's. Roblo, oh fuck Roblo! Yeah, huh? it was that long to come up with Roblo. Like fucking, how I couldn't remember not, his real name. What, what the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you? Hey, you didn't remember it either. I don't watch the show, bitch. Anyway, RJ, continue. Short Sorry. run show. <laughs> I'm like really attacking tonight. I'm loving it. Anyway, have you guys seen a show called Derek? Mm, is that an oil show? Huh? Is it about oil fields? No. It's nope. featuring uh, the original like creator of The Office, Ricky Gervais. Hmm. I haven't seen hmm. that. So Ricky Gervais basically plays like a volunteer slash he works at like an old retirement home. The thing about him, though, his name's Derek, is he's a little slow. He's a little Forrest Gumpy, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, like, I just, I really, really. So he has AIDS? Forrest Gump didn't have AIDS. He just couldn't. Jenny Jenny had AIDS. Hey, Jenny. It's okay, Jenny. I'll take care of the AIDS, baby. (laughs) Life is like a box of chocolates. It's okay, Okay. Jenny. I'll take care of the AIDS, baby. (laughs) Family guy, come on. Family Guy. Yep. I knew where you were going. Thank you. Anyways, no, Derek. Ricky Gervais. Um, he's uh, basically, he takes care of uh, people in the old folks' home. It centers around this old folks' home. He has a bunch of friends who are also just like funny as hell. They're, they're not slow, but they're a bunch of fucking idiots. And probably one of my favorite episodes that stands out is they decide to put on like a talent show for the old folks' home to like entertain the old people. And his friend writes a fucking uh, a bio flick of the story of Duran Duran. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fucking gold. You guys really should check it out. It's on Netflix. It's actually a Netflix show here in the oh, States. Nice. I'll watch it. Um, it's only 14 episodes long, so it's not a long show. It, it follows the vein of like most British comedies. Or just British shows in general where, like, one season's, like, fucking four episodes, you know? Yeah, except they call them series. They don't call them yeah, seasons. Yeah, series. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, Come on, RJ. My bad. Anyways, no, definitely check it out. It's, it's, it's funny, but also has a lot of heart. Like, you'll get a little choked up. Like, like it's, got, it's got heart, and I, I, I really enjoy it. So what do you guys dig about these kind of shows? Because I, I feel like 
like I said, I like The Office. It's not like my favorite show ever. I didn't care for Parks and Rec at all. Is it the is it the awkward, weird humor? Yep. Like, oh yeah, I, that's exactly what I absolutely like. mm-hmm. the the dry See, humor at times or. Um, that's what makes these shows good to me. Like Always Sunny, Community, Parks and Rec, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's all about like jokes that you have to get the joke. If you don't get the joke, it's not going to be funny. Like you have to understand the, the um, the hidden meaning behind what the joke is. Because if you don't get that, it's not funny. And There's a no lot of the there. humor I feel like is derived from awkward situations or uncomfortable Correct. situations, like. For instance, in Office, you know, um, Steve Carell's character, you know, very offensive, like oh, a yeah. lot of times. <laughs> yeah. And like, That's what she and said. It's just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that all, when Jim sets him up, he's like, I've never seen that's what she said again. <laughs> and Jim's like, man, that's got to be really hard. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's the awkward s- situations that they get in. Um, and it usually features, you know, just awkward people, people who are not exactly like, you know, you know who the best person in the office was, especially when it came to something awkward was, uh, Craig Robinson. Cause he'd always like give that look at the camera. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, just, he makes, um, what was the name of the show? Daryl. Yeah. Is that who he was in the show? Yeah. 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 Dude, he's he's an amazing actor, but like I used to love like whenever like they'd say something and they would go to him in the interview room and he wouldn't even say anything. He would just stare right at the camera and like you knew exactly what he was thinking. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I uh, think I think yeah. that's that's what drives a lot of these shows is the awkward comedy. Um, I think yes. maybe that's not humor. what uh, I don't know, man. I think that's maybe I mean, I'll, yeah, they they don't they don't um they don't give you the answer to the joke. Like it's like a puzzle that you have to solve. Like I think that's why I don't like the CBS shows because the CBS shows it's like punchline jokes. It's bam 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 See, I like bam. That shit, like man. there's a laugh track behind it. I don't know. I enjoy that stuff. I, 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 think I like the, the intelligent comedy where they don't really spell it out for you. You got to kind of get call the joke. It intelligent comedy. So basically, you're smarter than everybody. No, that's what you're saying. It, it is intelligent like what you're comedy. Saying. Because if you don't if you don't get the reference or you don't get why it's funny, it, it's not going to be funny. I don't feel like, like they don't they don't like that hold though. your hand through it. So we we like, stupid people up, do not. Uh, there's a lot of setup. Like <laughs> you have a joke, where in like the first scene of the show they'll set it up and they'll pay it off like 15 minutes later. But if you're not paying attention or watching the show, you're not going to get it when the, when the joke pays off. Hmm. You got to invest into the show All for it to invest back into you. Maybe I just don't have the attention span for this show. Like, if if you didn't like understand that Jim screws with Dwight every day, you wouldn't like find it funny when his whole desk is like um, you know mounted to the ceiling, or why his stapler is in jelly. Or like, you got to invest into the inside joke. You know what? All right, hold on. I'm gonna call you out on this, bitch. You literally just pointed out that inside joke. Yet when I said beats Battlestar. Or, I'm sorry, <laughs> Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. You didn't get the fucking joke, bitch. Yeah, it was way out of context, though. You still should know Bears beats and Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> so, all right, let's go around the horn here. Everybody's that's what gifts were made. Everybody's for. favorite show of this particular species or genre, if you will. Uh, um, Joe, what's your favorite one? Well, don't list a bunch of shit. What's your favorite one? Always say it doesn't count because it's FX, so I'm going with Community because Community was NBC. Garbage show. RJ, next, what's Amazing yours? Show. Derek. I like 
Derek, Derek. all right. I'm going to have to add that to a list of stuff I'm going to watch. Cliff? I'm going to say The Office with a close Parks and Rec closely behind. Okay. All right. I'm going to go with How I Met Your Mother. That's not That's an good. any motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> also, just real quick, has anybody actually seen The British Office? Yeah. I have not. Just a few hour. episodes. It's really, it's, really more awkward than the American it's, one. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that's why the only reason why I bring it up is because I feel like Derek is like a spiritual successor to the the British Office. Like, that got canceled. Their gym's more of a loser, huh? Their gym and the British one is much more of a loser too. Yeah. Anyways, uh, just wanted to bring that out. Uh, either way, Ricky Gervais made a shit ton of money off of the American Office because he's still a producer on that. And uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. He did. Well, guys, we're an hour and 25 in. I think people are tired yeah. of hearing us yap. Cliff. No. no one's ever tired of hearing us yap. Cliff, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Uh, this is awesome. the time where we give you the opportunity to uh, plug what you want to plug. Talk about your show. Talk about Clifton Worley. What is Clifton Worley like? Let us know. Clifton Worley, what I'm like? Well, I, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I... Uh, no, I would just invite uh, you guys. Uh, I think we've got some crossover, but um, go check out the show, um, Clifton Worley Show. And I, I do a lot of interview-based uh, shows, and sometimes I'll pull some friends together and we'll uh, quote-unquote Worley Bird and hash out some topics. Um, but I've got something really special going on right now. Um, last month or so, we've had uh, I, I did a collaboration pedal with Spruce Effects called the world. You're not allowed Bird. to mention another effect company. You have Joe oh, from like my, my pedals, bad. man. My bad. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm just no giving you a hard time. <laughs> I say <laughs> that, but I have the Whirly Bird. I'd love to talk about it with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to borrow Doug, Doug, uh, Doug King's uh, uh, stack, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah um, anyways, it's a tremolo pedal with an overdrive. It's it's like a range master type. Um, Overdrive. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 And going in, and you can switch going into the tremolo or the tremolo first going into the range master. Um, so, anyways, uh, partnered with uh, Paul Pennington of um, Flippin' Flippers podcast. He did the artwork for that. Really rad job on oh, that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, very cool. That's a solid dude right there. Yeah, he really is. Yeah, totally. So just real quick, uh, let's get back to the, the, the pedal. Uh, I have, I'm borrowing one currently. Hashtag demo guy brag. That's from another <laughs> group. But anyways, that's from 60 Cycles group. But no, guys, it's really cool. If you like trims, you know, you want to talk about not just Southern rock, but just blues and just a classic like kind of hard choppy trim it is fucking amazing and honestly the 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 treble booster is it alone is worth the pedal like and you get a trim i know it's mainly a trim but honestly Uh. the 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 overdrive on it is phenomenal i am you guys i'm 
I mean, you both you both know you make fun of me constantly. I'm pretty easily swayed when it comes to uh, new musical equipment. And uh, now I really want one. Dude, I, you what? know, it's it's pretty sweet. Go ahead. Don't yeah, talk. I um, I, I'm yeah. I've just it's been a fun thing to uh, do something kind of an extension of a podcast, but do something a little different. And um, it's been a lot of fun just seeing, you know, people get a hold of these and taking their own spin with it. Um, you know, like Kevin Equitz. Um, went live one time in our group and we've got a Facebook group where I post a lot of this stuff and he like did some completely different stuff that I wouldn't have done with one, you know? Um, nice. and it's, it's just fun to, uh, it's, it, it is kind of centered around like the way I approach playing, but it's fun to see other people and kind of see how they respond to it and what they can get out of that circuit. And spoiler alert, I do have some I'm working on for the pedal, but I just want to give a quick little tidbit. You know, we're talking about range masters, you know, that treble booster is really go in front of a tube amp. We all know that. Uh, it sounds great with the tube amp, but I just want to say, and this is a shout for you, um, Will, I've been playing a lot with it with my HX Stomp, and it sounds awesome. Yeah. Put it, get a tweed style amp in the HX stomp, crank mm -hmm. the gain on that, and then crank all the gain on the the Whirly Bird, and you're into, like, amp about to explode. It sounds fucking awesome. See, I didn't know it was a treble boost type thing until just now, so that's... Um, yeah, I kind of want one just because it looks awesome. It's even got, a, it's even got uh, I think it's... Um, I mean, I... I got an original 65 Deluxe Reverb, and that's the only trim I ever use. But, I mean, it would still be awesome to have another trim to make it choppier because I use that yeah. on a real low trim setting. That's the same with me. Like, I, I've got the I, Princeton Reverb trim. And I actually... Yeah, I, I keep the amp set low. Yeah, I, I, I've i actually stacked tremolo, which is something I've never done before. And, it, <laughs> and instead of that's doing awesome. like... Blah, 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 and it go... <laughs> <laughs> I want to I want to hear Brian Gower do a demo of that with the uh, Miku pedal. <laughs> yeah, let's get that happening. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I'll have to I'll like have like to when he did it up. with the Binford, the Binford and the Miku. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, and then I've Where taken can... like uh, the stack and gone straight into um, you know that and like goosed the Whirly Bird up, and that's really fun. Nice. nice. So, real quick. Yeah, we need to find a company to make a Just Surprise Me pedal. Yeah, if yeah. only we knew somebody who built guitar <laughs> pedals. I know. I've been, I've been pulling all my resources trying to find we somebody. We knew somebody that made that good easy. pedals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Uh, well, if you think How I Met Your Mother is good, you don't deserve <laughs> they, they require intelligence. <laughs> okay. They're more subtle and require intelligence. Anyway. Let's, let's wrap this shit up. All right. First of all, <coughs> Clifton, tell us where we can find all your stuff at real quick one more time. Well, you can go uh, Clifton Worley Show. Just look it up. I'm on um, you know, any kind of podcatcher. Um, you can go find my group on Facebook. Uh, if, you're, if you're looking for the Worley Bird, that's over at Spruce Effects website. You can find that there. What's the price and on yeah, that? Uh, 185 ship. Nice. Boom. Damn it. 
Come on, Will. Just pull the trigger. Will trying to figure just, out what he can sell. Yeah, I'm seriously, uh, yeah, seriously, what was going through my head. Anyway, Cliff, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thank you all. Appreciate it. Yeah, man, it was super fun. We appreciate you coming, man. It's awesome. And most importantly, dear listeners, thank you for downloading and listening to this garbage. We uh, we really appreciate it. Yeah, we've got some Join other Facebook group friends. coming up. Join the Facebook group. Join the conversation as always. That's where half the fun takes place. So, you know, when we fuck up complete topics like country music, y'all can, you know, just fucking tear us down. Just destroy I did us. disclaimer that I know absolutely nothing about country music. Dude, I was, I was halfway gone. Yeah, I fucked all that shit. Anyway, <laughs> thank you so much for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah.